Again, have you? Yeah, have you? Yeah. Why have you done that? You, you're done. I'm just tired. <laughs> we are we are in the garden, mate. It's um it's actually it's got me thinking quite a lot, you know. This time of year, Mitch, Arctic Whiskey Festival, Spirit of Space Side Festival, Glasgow Whiskey Festival, National Whiskey Festival. Cinderella Cruise, Limburg Whiskey Fair, Whiskey and All That by Rabbi's Drams, Whiskey Live London, Fejil, Highland Whiskey Festival, TBC. Not happening this year, I don't think, but it's a great event and it should happen again. And mate, it's all happening in May and June. What a couple of months. And mate, we're delighted to be back out there seeing people from all corners of the industry. Now, um, it's confession time, Mitch. Despite you and I having decades of experience within the whiskey industry, we're ashamed, we're embarrassed, we're unsettled at the fact that this is our very first Campbelltown Whiskey Festival. Hang your head in shame, Mr. Meshard. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. It has long been a stain on our integrity and credibility, and I am delighted to announce that we have taken action on such a thing. And we've decided to get our arses down to the Campbelltown Whiskey Festival. I am Daz, and as always, I am joined by my pearly-toothed, paddle-bordering, energetic, high-octane <laughs> chum, Mr. Mitch Beshard, a.k.a. the Whiskey Penfold, in the exquisite surroundings of the Ardshiel Hotel, here in the beautiful old town that is Campbelltown. How about that, Mitch? Mate, that's an intro. <laughs> is, it, is the episode over now? Have we run out of time? Yeah, yeah let's, let's just call it, let's put the, uh, the outro music on and let's call it a day. Uh, no, thanks for that, man. I'm not sure about the whiskey penfold thing, though. That's, I'll take everything else apart from the whiskey penfold thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice intro, mate. I like that. I like that. Cheers. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're, we, we literally just arrived in Campbelltown. Um, I drove all the way down here. I think it was uh, four hours and change for us to get from Edinburgh. We're out in the gardens right now in the Ard Shield Hotel. So you might get a little bit of wind noise. Uh, we've got a couple of whiskey guys that we've just met sitting at the table next to us as well. Uh, Travelled up from, well, one was all the way from Vietnam. Yeah, it's a great effort. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was a good effort. Um, good to see like people coming from all around the world again yeah. for, for it whiskey. It was easier festivals, for him you know? to get here than it was for the two lads from Peoples. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one guy from Wales, so we, we joked that it would have been easier coming by boat. Yeah. Um, but now nah, it's cool to be here. I mean, last time we were here was 10 years ago, and that's both you and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it a, a, it's probably seems, not a similar time. Yeah, seems yeah. like a nice energy, right? Oh, there. You can start if you want, have you? We have started. All right. Just you... quickly, your table number 63, okay? okay? Oh, that's fine. Thank you so much. Okay. You're going to be in the podcast now. I know that. Oh, no. <laughs> you just did that. You just did that to be in the podcast, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mate, no, it's cool to be down here again and see what, I'm interested to see what the week is going to bring us. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, look, everything we're seeing as we've driven through Campbelltown, it's a very different place to what I remember it being um, all those years ago. And the reality is, is that Campbelltown is making waves and it's so, so cool to see. Think about what's happening with Springbank. Can't get a bottle, can't get a sample of it anywhere, right? Yep. Glen Scotia, one of our favourite whiskies, absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, we're so so lucky to be down here, and it is Campbelltown. Is it seems to be happening in this part of the world, and and you know everything kind of uh, on the line here. Uh, Glen Scotia has brought us down to Campbelltown, so thank you very much for Glen Scotia. Special uh, call out to Nick Bradley, who, yeah, who for... I do know listens to the show. Um, massive thanks, mate. Very very much appreciated. And so they are they are our sponsors of the Campbelltown edition of this podcast, which is great. Within about five minutes of us arriving, we had a glass of Glen Scotia mm. Festival Edition, eight-year-old Pedro Jimenez finish, 56.5%, and 55 quid, mate. 
Oh, really? For that <laughs> bottle? Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about for the dram. No. I was going to say, holy no. shit. No, 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 not for the dram. But for the bottle, you should still say, holy shit, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. That's, that's, a, that's a good bit of juice for that. Yeah, so thank you very much for Glen Scotia. And we're sitting outside right now as well. Believe it or not, we're in Scotland. We're sitting out in the beer garden, uh, smoking a cigar, having a little beer, and having another Glen Scotia. So working very hard, Mitch. Yeah, uh, it's, I think it was a good start. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good start to the uh, the whiskey festival. Absolutely, bro. Nice. Just that. All right, there. So let's not mess around here. We're f- our good friends at Glen Scotia uh, have had us along for the day. It's been absolutely amazing. And, you know, things never turn out to plan, right? And we, we never do, we kind of do this scripted, but we don't do it scripted. So right now we're still in the Dunnage Warehouse after doing an amazing tasting with Ian and Charlie. Uh, we've still got the microphones attached to the cask here. Yeah. Uh, Ian, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's been great hanging out with you for the last couple of days. We've had dinner together, we've done tastings together. It's like we've broken bread, you know, and we're, we're, we're all good friends now. It's, it's, it's so nice to have you on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic, guys. It really is. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to spend time with you. What, what, what's been fascinating, and Mitch and I actually, through lockdown, we started the podcast uh, in lockdown, and one of the first whiskies that Mitch and I actually really appreciated together uh, was the Glen Scotia Festival release in 20. 20 or no it was 2019 it was the port 14 year old peated version yes. it was absolutely sensational and mitch and i became kind of fanboys of glen scotia thereafter um and then we started to find out a little bit more about you distillery manager of course and and actually you've been here for about 14 and a half years now and you've got an interesting background mate i mean it's it's there's a few distillery managers and blenders we've met recently mm. who are not coming from the conventional roots shall we say yes yeah how, like how did you end up here i know it's an obvious question but we do need to ask it and we'll get on to the other good stuff after that the juicy stuff yeah, yeah. How, how did i yeah i mean absolutely you know i'm i when you look back yeah, absolutely you know i think i was incredibly naive when i uh, rocked up at Glen Scotia. Um, it was I was engineering, so I worked with the local um, local water provider, Scottish Water, known to others. Uh, fantastic job, uh, and the you know always had a, a inherent interest in whisky and the the history of Campbelltown. So it was natural progression for me. The job. As I say, I was naive, incredibly naive. What did you start as? So, so I, well, I mean, I started back in the day. When I left the school, I went to the fishing. You right. Know, so I was a fisherman initially. That was my first job, if you say, you know. I never really had a, a desire to go too far. So yeah. I was always here. I was always hanging about the place. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's where I started. And, yeah, pushed on from that. You know, we spent a, a while in New Zealand, myself and my wife, expecting the first uh, child. So we came home um, and yeah, it was it was it was natural progression for me. I uh, ended up with Scottish Water Engineering um, again, so I didn't need to go away. I, I studied for an honours degree in engineering, done that online myself. So right. um, yeah, and it was it was the job at Glen Scotia came up, uh, and I think this is a, a good indication of the, the the state of the industry at that time. Hmm. Pretty much, no one wanted the job. Was it was the job 
Distillery manager. Distillery manager. Straight in. They First job in whiskey, distillery manager. Straight in. Mate, you don't fuck about, eh? Straight in the shop. Straight in the shop. No kissing, just straight no. in there. Straight in there. <laughs> no foreplay. That's, <laughs> that's mad. I didn't realise that, right? Because usually, I mean, when someone's been in 15 years, they've they've come in, they've rolled barrels about, they've done, done the turn room, they've done the stills, and then, they, you know, eventually they become a manager, I guess. But coming in as a distillery manager, how did it go down with the guys when you came in? No experience in the industry was it but, difficult or was well, it well no I mean it was, when you think of the you think of the, the way the place was at the time and I think that's the secret why why that happened I mean when I came in here there was basically two other guys there was a marshman if you like and a, a distiller Jim so I mean they were fantastic they obviously at the early days they guided me mm-hmm. there was actually a, the previous manager the incumbent uh, Mr Hector Gart wonderful fella he was here pretty much for a couple of months before I left so there was a small handover period, but it, it was really pretty much looking at everything. Mm-hmm. My boss at the time was a guy in a Loch Lomond, a Mr. John Peterson, fantastic guy, one of the unsung heroes of the, the whiskey industry. And he taught me a lot. He was a, pretty much a scientist, he very an academic. Mm. So he was into his fermentations and everything about whiskey, and it, but he never visited me. So it was pretty much down to myself. Right. Working with the guys, David, Jim, say fantastic guys. So there, there was, well, I think there was acceptance, you know. So they, they accepted me, obviously. Uh, we got on really well. And it was from there, it was really just building the distillery up. You know, it was mm. building it up to the, sta- the stage where the Loch Lomond group took over, taking on more guys, building up the team, developing it. So it, it's kind of what, I know, I know it's... It's not the conventional route, but at that time it worked. Uh, it probably wouldn't have worked now for anyone doing it now, but it was just the state of the industry at that time. It really worked. Right. So, Ian, let's talk about that. So you come into this distillery, right? Glen Scotia, so much history, so much heritage, and you're literally put in charge of this. And, it, you know, how, I can't imagine how that mindset was for you. Was it kind of overwhelming? It was. You know, when I look back now in hindsight, I was incredibly naive to what was, you know, ahead of me because there was so much to do. There really was because yeah. it's it pretty much been running. Uh, it, you know, it was, it was started, the distillery was started up again in 1999, May 1999, um, by John and a team from Springbank at that time. Was it? Oh, yeah. 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 That's cool. So, so they got it up and running. So, but it, it was running and then it had been allowed to maybe lapse a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, it, it kind of, it went back a little bit. So it, it was running, but yeah, it, obviously to take it to the next level was so much needed looked at, engineering-wise, process-wise, spirit-wise. So, yeah, if I, if probably at the time, if I knew what was ahead of me, <laughs> I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I, <laughs> Really, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a, it, it's a, I think it really became, you know, more than a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the kind of thing you take on just for a job's sake. No, no. It's you a can't way leave of life. It, You can't leave at yeah. five o'clock, right? You can't leave at five. No, o'clock. I get that. It's right. Not going to work. Yeah. Okay. I want to pick your brains about Glen Scotia Victoriana because for me that was my eye opener for the brand. And if anyone's listening right now hasn't tried it, go out, buy a bottle, go to a bar, get yourself a dram of it because it's absolutely stunning. Mm. Let, let's let's chat about that kind of expression and, and what you did to, to pull that together. 
Well, absolutely. I mean, the the, the Victoriana, obviously, it's uh, you know, it's a. a it's, a, it, it's more or less meant to represent that Victorian era. So you get that robustness, that oily, complex whisky, you know, which potentially was in that era. You know, it, it's obviously not a direct representation, but it's obviously meant to symbolise whiskies from that era. Yeah. So it's incredibly important, I think, for Campbelltown region to have whiskies like that. Um, luckily enough, Glen Scotia, obviously, the new make spirit, has a lot of the characteristics from that era. Mm. So, you know, putting the cask work together, and as I say, it's, it's quite complex. You could be 50% first-filled bourbons, 50% second. You're going to obviously vat them together into 30% heavily char PX, but 70% heavy, heavy char, heavy burn mm. alligator char in that uh, American oak. Leave them for 12 months, take the two different liquids, marry them together, and potentially a second filled bourbon cask and leave them in bottle at 42, sorry, 54.2%. It's a cast strength, eh? I mean, it, it delivers, yeah. man. And we, we, we've tasted, we've, we've actually, we've had a few glasses of that yeah. over the last couple of days. And it's just a brilliant reminder of how good Glen Scotia is and I, can be, you know? We, our New Year's episode, by the way, we put that in our top five. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He did. I didn't. I don't agree with Mitch on a lot of things, so I chose the seasonal release. <laughs> you, you to be can, honest, is <laughs> you can you can you can go with that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like, there's a lot of our listeners who who are yet to try Glen Scotia. That you know, mm. it, it is one of those brands. It's it's a discovery single malt. I think is it's fair to say, and and, and it will be one of those ones when people stumble across it, they will their eyes will very much be opened, their minds will be blown. What is it that, what is the secret sauce? What's the unicorn tears? What is it that's happening in Glen Scotia that creates these brilliant combinations of flavor? And, and actually, what I'd like to ask you, Ian, is what is the house style of Glen Scotia? You know what I mean? Because we've, we've tested some brilliant products today and you've given us a great insight into that. Well, I think, you know, if you look at the house style, I think what you've got with Glen Scotia is absolutely, you know, it's, it's a Glen Scotia Campbelltown new make spirit. So you're really getting that robustness, but it's accessible. You're getting the salinity. We, we talked about all this, guys. You know, you get the salinity, you're getting the oiliness, you're getting the coastal effect, you're getting the maritime influence there. But you're getting that, you need a flavour profile. So it's all very well having the main components, but you've really got to have something that carries it off for you. Mm -hmm. And if you've got a flavour profile, whatever you do with that, whatever wood it goes into, then I think that's, that's important. But the, the, these, these basic characteristics are Campbelltown. You know, that for me, potentially it could be, you could add to it, you know, you could add a, a, a slight dirtiness to it. There could be a, a yeah. smokiness. A I see that dirtiness the sm in the smoke. It's a yep. sooty smoke. Mm. Yep. It's not a clean Kalila, no. almost a cedar wood smoke. No. It's got that depth, doesn't it? It's, 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 it's got something something. Funky going on there. Mm. Something funky is a great way. I, I, I love that description it, to, to it describe is. it. And that's exactly what yeah. it is. It's old. When you look at the walls of this warehouse, you know, mm. they're black, they're, they're full of history, they're kind of complex, they're what's went on in here. And that's exactly Campbelltown, isn't it? You know, everywhere you look, there's a kind of. Yeah. yeah just, for, just, for the listeners who can't see what, what we are looking at right uh, now, it, it has to be said, this is a ridiculous. This is definitely the best location we've recorded a podcast in. Uh, We're in one insane. of the oldest buildings at the Glen Scotia Distillery. The, the microphones are on top of a cask. cask. And we're stood with you, Ian, the distillery manager, taking it all in. 
you know, I mean, and drinking, drinking some yeah. cast strength Gwen Scotia that we just Risky. did in, in your tasting with Charlie McLean. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Not but a bad day in the office. Like, let's cheers to that. Let's cheers to yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank Superb. you. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, um, Ian, we were told that uh, there's a word that you like to use when you welcome people into the distillery and you ask questions and things, and actually you haven't said it. And we were meant to call you out on it every single time you said it, and that's fan. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't done it once. <laughs> we're gonna we, had a, we had a sweepstake, Ian, on when you were going to say yeah, 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 on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. You haven't done it. I haven't done it once. I know. It's quite funny, that, because, yeah, there, there was uh, a lot of the Zoom tastings online, you know, and it was actually my wife, uh, uh, Shelley, dear Shelley, she, she says to me, you know, she says, she's quite a lot of fantastic, Ian. And, of course, I was, I was looking at them and I says, you're right, I do. Every second word's fantastic. Uh, What's going on here? You know, <laughs> and it's right, you know, and I do, yeah, I do. I think I've maybe, it's maybe not in my psyche, it's not in my mind at the moment. So <laughs> it's it's well. They're giving you a complex, man. I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, when someone says it, you're always, all right, I need to take that in the vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you, you keep saying it, you know, you keep saying it. So, yeah. but no, I, as I say, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful, you know, the town itself, wonderful town, it really is. It's got a, so much to offer. Brilliant. So let, let's talk about the, the festival so far. What's been your highlight? And, and for anyone listening that, that is thinking about coming down to the Campbelltown Festival, how, how would you get them down here? What's your, uh, your little carrot that you dangle? I, I think Campbelltown is quite, you know, I think it's quite accessible. I think it's quite, um, you know, as, as festivals go, uh, I think if Ailey's uh, the the Premier League we're the championship here but I think the championship's good because there's more there's more scope to maybe get to meet the staff you know have a have a a party atmosphere if you like you know in the nicest possible way I think it's more accessible what I'm trying to say I like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a nice way to meet the players right you actually will meet them you'll spend time with them you'll have a beer with them and it's a really nice way of putting it actually because we know that Isla is well trodden the festival's very well established and aside from doing an interview on a cask yes. that you made the liquid for <laughs> what's been the highlight so far of the festival for you I, it, for me it's it's always good to well meeting yourself you know things like that really make it it's for me me, me not Mitch yeah, yeah right. well absolutely right, yeah, that's what I just want to just clarify that that's uh, sorry Mitch but I'll just get my coat well yeah, the right, thing okay. is Mitch you mean, your, beard, your beard's nowhere near as good as ours we were chatting about beard oil I know. Was chatting, I mean, well, well, you guys, we, yeah it was a bit, a bit of a beard off last yeah. night I was, like, I was getting a little bit of beard FOMO or whatever you call it you and I will get stuck together if we get too close do you know what I mean you should have put us at the other end of the casket no, I mean it is. It's, it's for me. It's great. It's obviously absolutely meeting guys like yourself. You know, seeing a lot of faces I, I see. You know, I've seen for the last what four, six, seven years now. You know, seeing them back, seeing everything back to a sense of normality, mm-hmm. uh, and just sharing different con, you know, concepts with the casks and the, yeah, just introducing folk in maybe a different way of thinking with Becky's whiskey experience well just on that I mean we haven't touched on it yet but we did catch up with Becky just after it but that was cool we did like a sensory experience didn't we in in one of the warehouses I've never done a tasting under casks before so there was a space in one of the warehouses and I was kind of looking up going oh the shit there's casks above us you know what I mean and I've actually scary if you've seen how many was above you I totally I'm sure it was I totally and it was uh, carpets rugs um, 
little couches Chesterfields Chesterfields yeah. and it was really yeah, nice, was nice. And, and you guys were challenging our perception of flavour and it was it was a ton of fun and I guess that's the opportunity isn't it is it's when people do come down for the festivals try new things experiment a wee bit you know get the get the samples out yes. that are maybe a wee bit on the fringes of the house style shall we say yes, do you know what yes, I mean and, yes. and have a good laugh and uh, you guys have done that very very well and I tell you what Mitchell, you, uh, I'm sure you'll attest to this, but it's been a fantastic first experience down here at the Campbelltown Whiskey Festival. 100%. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's what makes it worthwhile. And for me, that's, that's what it's all about. It doesn't yeah. get any better than that for me. You know what you said there? That's it. Mm. Job done. You know, brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Ian, thank you very much for your time. Great hanging thank out you with guys. you guys this week. Thank you, and I will Slange. be, I am an ardent follower, so I'll be following you on your podcast now, so yeah, thank aye. you very much. We'll see, you, we'll see you next year, 100%. If not, sooner. Aye. Well, we'll see you before that, I hope, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Becky, brilliant tasting, I really, really enjoyed that. We're deep in the Glen Scotia warehouses here in Campbelltown. Some really interesting ways of perceiving and enjoying flavours, sonic seasoning and synesthesia. Yes. Is it? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what are you up to here at the festival? What's going on? I've been uh, creating a couple of whiskey masterclasses called the Whiskey Experiment. I almost forgot what it was called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like having a good time. Yeah. The Whiskey Experiment. So we've been playing about with the idea of how our environment around us changes our perception of flavour. So we have a couple of control samples, a couple of amazing whiskies, and we are changing a few different elements about our environment in inside a warehouse, which is really cool, and just trying to see if we can coax out different flavours within the glass. And it's all, it's all based on science and psychology, but we're just having a bit of fun with it. And it's just another way to look at whisky and just have fun with your dram. Yeah, no, it's really, really cool. You've decked out the way house you've made it like your own living room uh, which is really nice and actually it was uh, yeah the surroundings the lighting the sounds everything like that added to the experience so yeah thank you so much for that um, it's our first time Mitch and I's first time at the Campbelltown Whiskey Festival you, you've been before right I've been once before yes and it's always just a joy to be here and particularly this year coming back to Campbelltown because the town seems to have really developed over the last few years things have changed and now knowing that there's so much development coming into Campbelltown in terms of like a couple of distilleries I know that there's other companies looking to build distilleries here as well there's uh Virgin Atlantic uh, doing their galactic space pad thing out by the airport as well there is so much development going on in Campbelltown so to be back in the town just now there's so much buzz particularly around the, the whiskey festival there was a queue outside the shop trying to yeah, buy right. whiskey first thing this morning which is amazing I don't think they've had that before so it just goes to show Campbelltown is really on the map in terms yeah, yeah. of whiskey festivals it's so hot right now that's uh, can I say that I can say that it's not too cheesy is it what so hot right now Campbelltown's so hot right now yeah I mean yeah. maybe not today because it has been pissing yeah, <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> thank you so much for the tasting uh, we'll grab you for a dram at the bar after your events, thank you. Rants on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheers, man. Met up with Derek here. Been hanging out with him pretty much all week. Uh, if you want to check him out, Word of Scotch on Instagram. So, Derek, how's your weekend been, man, at the uh, at the, at the festival here? What's uh, been happening? Well, it's been fantastic. Um, we arrived. Uh, we arrived on Saturday and. Um, we, uh, we were part of the Glen Scotia dinner last night, which was fantastic. I was sat in your company last night. And it was, yeah, it was sorry a, about that, man. It was a, a great evening. Well, that's, uh, I'm, I'm glad you apologised. <laughs> um, 
No, it's been it's been fantastic, and um, it's nice to be back in the wee tune and enjoying some great drums here um, with, with Springman Can going Scotia. So uh, yeah, it's been brilliant. Highlight for you, what's it been? I would say the highlight for me, um, the dinner was, was special, it was good, we got to try some good drams last night, but I'd say today in the Dunnage Warehouse was special. You which, know, we're, which we're in right now, and we just finished. In, yeah, and, and Charlie McLean, of course, being here is, is fantastic, and, and Ian McAllister, he epitomises the town, He's, uh, he is uh, Mr Campbelltown, and um, it's always a pleasure to be in his company and enjoy a dram, and especially some of these casts that we, we've experienced today was just special. Absolutely. Know? Apologise for the uh, background noise. We've still got re- some reprobates in the warehouse <laughs> right now. So, yeah. But Derek, great to meet you. Thanks for, very yeah, much for, uh, yeah. for, for hanging out with us and putting up with our chat all weekend. Well, no, I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Uh, thanks for putting up with our chat. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's been good. And it's good. the good thing about these festivals, Mitch, is that you get to meet some, some, ex- some, some fantastic people in the, uh, in the industry. Yeah. Obviously yourself... Um, you know, you, you, you know your subject matter, you, you've been around the industry and um, it's nice to sort of relax with people, have a dram, everybody's different backgrounds, standing in a warehouse like this and enjoying people's company, that's what whiskey's all about. For me, it's about the people, it's about the drams, it's not about queuing for bottles at three in the morning, it's about actually getting that cask open and enjoying a, a, a dram with friends. Not a bad day in the office. Oh, it's, it's a great office. Mate, this is class because we're we're joined by Ian Croucher, who is the director of North Star Spirits, which is which is really nice because we are big fans of the bottlings. Uh, we see them everywhere we go. Really interested in like the branding and stuff like that. Mitch and I are, yeah. are big big fans. But Ian, I met you. I, I think probably about ten years ago. You were working for Rattray, I think back then, right? Uh, yes, ten years ago from now, I was with AD Rattray. Well, that's where you yeah. were, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and like, things have changed. You've gone out on your own, you're doing your own thing, and you guys have got some exciting stuff going on. Let's talk a little bit first about the North Star indie bottlings, because they look different, they're interesting. How did that come about, man? Was that just from your experience from before? Uh, yeah, so, okay, right. So, the, the, I suppose <laughs> North Star Spirits is um, quite a basic model on the face of it, but the... The birth of it really came after uh, maybe two bottles of Rioja. And, uh, <laughs> That's and, a good start, uh, right, to any story, and, man. And, yeah, <laughs> but look, I mean, I, had, I knew I had supply, and I knew I was blessed having um, ownership of casks of whiskey that were matured, uh, a big part, uh, distilled by incredibly talented working-class ladies or men and matured in fantastic wood for over a, a length of time. And I was the lucky sod at the end of it that got to put it into a bottle and go out and sell it. So the liquid speaks for itself. As I had nothing to do with the actual production and the making of the liquid, it's very comfortable for me to say everything I bottle is, in my opinion, fantastic. Now. As you mentioned, the, the branding of North Star, how it does kind of slightly stick out and slightly maybe left of centre in the whisky world. When I started in 2016, and I knew it was... I could visualise it was going to happen, but I wanted a brand that spoke to many. Mm. Now, my family and I have no history in whisky, and, mm. uh, and, and I had no kind of 
interest to try and drum up some mediocre story about the past yeah, to yeah, then yeah. label. Yeah. So uh, after that two bottles of Rioja, I was uh, <laughs> I thought, well, what does speak to everybody? Mm. And then music, right? Okay, music, you know, it speaks to everybody. And then astronomy. I thought, kind of, well, astronomy, no matter who you are in this world, you know, no matter however healthy, unhealthy, rich, poor, uh, whatever your... Yeah, lucky, unlucky. It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 totally, man. Whatever yeah. your vocation, your yeah, calling, yeah. whatever your religious beliefs, whatever you are in this world, the physics and the math of the stars, you know, it, it is true and correct. And that is a language that everybody can understand should you wish to learn. So I thought, like, bingo, that kind of is great. Like music, you know, it just speaks to everybody. It's, mm. So astronomy was the kind of the, the, the seed that kind of planted the bush. And, um, and it kind of it grew from there. It was something I could believe in because it was true. It's not some, you know, stag's heads or bagpipers or anything that's modern with a traditional feel. I have nothing against anybody else doing that, but... For me to be able to go out with longevity and promote something that somebody else made and somebody else matured in a glassware that somebody else made, you know, I'm in the blessed position. My only position is to label that. So by labeling it with every kind of ounce of honesty mm. and uh, I, I have, I, I had to find something dark deep within that... Um, it, it, it is true and correct. I do. I, I love the kind of honesty on the brand, and Daz and I were chatting about this earlier on. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the US, and it it almost reminds me of that. Like, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but the the branding is almost like a craft distillery in the US. It's very modern. It's very fresh. It's got that nice vibe to it. It's something that I think that a, mo a lot of modern whiskey drinkers can relate to, right? Mm -hmm. I, it's just such a cool brand, man. But let's, let's move away from the bottlings that you're doing right now. Let's talk about your new distillery that you're, you know, we're in Campbelltown right now. You've got these plans for this amazing distillery that's going to happen. Can yeah, you give us a little I mean, insight into what's happening there? Well, yeah, I mean, it's really uh, what, a, uh, what, what wonderful opportunity I have with you guys just now to kind of uh, stand on a soapbox and talk about it because it fascinates me how Campbelltown is, you know, people that are blessed with money enough to afford to invest in a distillery have not done it before in Campbelltown. But what you need to, everybody needs to realize is Campbelltown is without question one of the most absolutely beautiful places on this planet that we have all got a very small amount of allocated time on. Campbelltown, the, the, the time, the time, everything's slower, everything's more precise. The people are just glorious. The banter, <laughs> the, the weather, it's changeable. Everything is just fantastic. Right at the base of the entire peninsula. It, I am just fascinated. And somebody asked me earlier, why now? Why have you chosen to do this now? Well, why is because building a distillery before now was cost prohibitive. I couldn't afford it, but it was an absolute no-brainer that the history with Campbelltown, the environment, the people... 
just the ethos and the kind of energy is um, incredible. I mean, I am a relatively simple guy. My business and my uh, whiskey knowledge is not like, like most, but I certainly can visualize Campbelltown is completely uh, underrated as far as investment goes. And I am without question positive that this is the new wave. You know, the, if they just don't mind me rattling on for a little bit moment more, there's a fantastic company called Rassi Distillery, R&D Distillers, that are building, uh, building in Makarhanish, and there's talks of other people building within Campbelltown. And it is incredibly exciting. You know, we are standing on the shoulder of giants with Springbank and Glen Scotia. Mm. Glen Scotia, I mean, I'll tell you, is my spiritual home as far as whiskey's concerned. Ian McAllister, the master distiller here, is not even in the whiskey industry, I mean in life, is one of the most proper, pure gentlemen I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to disagree with that. that yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. when, my, when my daughter, who's now five, um, you know, she was just born, like two months old, um, I kind of needed to do a distillery tour, and I thought, well, if Nina's coming, it's got to be Glen Scotia. Nice. Man. It's got to be, and yeah. and and uh, yeah, he's a family friend now, and I'm just uh, yeah, I just feel like I kind of know a rock star. Do you know? It just feels yeah. feels true and right and correct. I'm very blessed to be here. Not a morning goes by I don't, um, you know, thank. Well, I don't know what's up there, or your stars, or your whatever. But you know, somebody's looking down on me to kind of pointing me in the right direction because I, f I feel I'm, I'm heading there. Nice. Mate, listen, really, really cool to catch up. Brilliant to hear about North Star. We're going to be following that big time. We need to get you on uh, mm -hmm. to chat through some of the whiskies and taste through some of the bits and pieces that, that you guys have got coming out. And uh, we need to hear a little bit more about this Campbelltown dream, right? Um, mm -hmm. And we need, we're going to follow it yeah, big time. absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing it all uh, come to fruition, mate. Hey, look, I'm really, really uh, delighted that you kind of uh, came and asked me to do this. Uh, it's... Uh, it's Kind of quite nice that somebody wants to hear my waffle. So nah, nah. got time for it all day, bro. Thank, <laughs> uh, thanks, thank, thanks for as my mum always said when I was leaving a party at, at, at three years old. Yeah. You know, thanks, thanks, for, having thanks me. for having me. <laughs> Campbelltown Whiskey Festival has a couple of celebrities. I we've already chatted to Becky Paskin. Uh, we're lucky enough to have our good friend Charlie McLean here. Welcome uh, back. Mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm so so glad to be so glad to be back in Campbelltown. Yeah, because I was sort of built in with the bricks. The bricks haven't been the the, the Campbelltown Whiskey Festival, as far as I'm aware, started in 2016. There may have been kind of residual things in the, in the couple of years before that, but 2016. So I did 16, 17, 18, and then of course it was cancelled. 19, 20. No, yeah, must have, no, you're right. I couldn't do 19. That's right, because I had a, a prior engagement, and then. And so it's, it's 20 was cancelled. Wonderful. 21 was cancelled. And here we That's are, right. 2022. And I mean, yep. honestly, the whole, the whole town, it, it's, it's done such a lot. Campbelltown is a wonderful, wonderful place. And I'd mm. so recommend people to come here. Hell of a place to get to, of course. Yeah. The, the, it's a long way. Um, but it's, a, it's got a terrific atmosphere. And the, 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 the wonderful news um, this year is that there, there are two further distilleries proposed and really which will certainly um, um, I think they will will certainly come about in the next couple of years they, 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 they've got planning applications in as we speak uh, and a further two um, which are 
more than a twinkle in the eye. So, so to, to restore the reputation of Campbelltown, um, which, which went from 28 distilleries to two distilleries, and then, but now it's creeping, mm. creeping back up. It's really nice, and Mitch and I had chatted about this, and I read an article that Brimmy wrote actually about this as well, which was, whilst we obviously recognise the historical importance of Campbelltown, what we mustn't do is always look back. Yeah. It's about looking forward yeah, yeah. now, I think, for yeah. Campbelltown, right. and the buzz, the you sense of opportunity. You can opportunity totally feel that here, right? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But to be honest, I mean, yeah. over, the, over the last few years, when people, and I get you will be as well, but when people say, here, I've got a client who wants to start a distillery, or you know, <laughs> yeah. somebody wants to buy a distillery, and they say, well, first, don't. But second, you know, look at Campbelltown because of its, its heritage and mm. the, uh, yeah. you know, because the, the, it, it, is, it is a category, and the, although the SWA were swithering about whether to, to, to but it's, it, is, it is a regional categorization. And the, um, the whiskey made here uh, is, is, it is, is different from Speyside, it's different from the Lowlands and so on. And so you've got, you're immediately at, at, a, at, a, at an advantage mm. if, you, if you're launching a whiskey. Three, three, currently three distilleries in, in Gambletown. And the um, and if you're the fourth, fifth, sixth, yeah, at least you've got the cup. Campbelltown label. I, I, I kind of wish you know this is like one of these surreal moments, Daz, right? We're down in Glen Scotia. We're in a warehouse right now. Mm. We've literally got the microphones attached <laughs> to a cask of Glen Scotia in the warehouse. It's like I just took a video of it, so we'll post that on social media. Mate, this is the, um, we've been using these microphones for a year. It's the first time I realised the bottom of them is magnetic. <laughs> and you we're could, hanging off of the hoops, the of, hoops of a <laughs> cask. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so bizarre, great. right? Absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely I, I wish everyone was here to kind of see this. But so, Charlie, you've been doing a, you know, a couple of these festivals as well. Any favourite moments? Any kind of, you know, Moments that stick in your mind down in Campbelltown? No, that's a difficult. That's a difficult question. The, the, uh, <laughs> because the trouble is, see, when whiskey's involved, you can't remember anything. Me and Daz get that a lot it, as well. Yeah, so, yeah. I know. But yeah. the, uh, except just, just terrific, com- lovely, comfortable feel. I mean, yeah. last night we were at this big dinner, and the the three of us, and the um, and I had some fabulous conversations with. Uh, People who all seem to have been at school together. Um, and most of them were, had been at school with, um, with Ian McAllister, the, yeah. the manager at, at Glen Scotia, who, by the way, is held in the highest regard by, by everybody. But they were so open and um, friendly and cheerful and direct conversation, no beating about the bush, you know. Well, we remember we met the the the, 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 the lifeboat the lifeguard life guys. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Raymond. Good. Raymond, was it? Yeah, Raymond, Raymond yeah, from yeah, the for yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a few stories on him, Charlie. Uh, yeah, he I had bet. a few stories. I bet, I bet, I bet. The um, and then and later there was a couple of younger guys, and they they oh they had been born within days of each other, with, across the same street in Campbelltown, and went to school, and they're now they're now engineers and working in. Oh, there'll be guys in their in their twenties, I should have thought, yeah. and the. Um, but the, this terrific sense of community, you know, and a very welcoming community. Yeah. And that's the difference between some places, won't mention any other islands, but where, where the, the, the community is somewhat fearful of incomers. Mm. And the, um, but the, they're, they're, and they're interested and they're welcoming and they're proud. Now, proud. Because Campbelltown, I tell you what, was a, 
you know, 30 years ago, it was a grubby old place. It was a dirty old and it's changed, depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed a lot. I mean, last time I was here was, was 10 years ago. And we've we've yeah, chatted yeah. a little bit I, about this. We noticed that. Mm. What's the, the... The thing is, the, the cultural significance of a whiskey region, not the distillation yes, yes. prowess. You know, that's part of it, of course. Yeah. But the cultural significance, and you feel that here, as you do in Space Out, as you do on Isla, the, yeah. the, the pride and the historic relevance of distillation and whiskey and all of but that. But I think it's mm. particularly powerful here. It is. No, because, that, that, that because, is of the, because of the, the, the historical importance yeah. and because the Toonies, as they're called, the mm. people from Campbelltown, the Toonies are so proud of their heritage. Mm. And you know, if, you, if you, go, you can do a tour with any of the guys working at the Syrian, he'll point out, she will point out the... the uh, this is where such... We've got Ben Moore at the back here, right? Exactly. Which ben is an old actually It's now a bus station, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's mad, but right? Every, it's the, the, honestly, you know, the, there are ghosts everywhere. And the, but the, the, and the remains of, of distilleries and the... Um, this, this, and they're not... I mean, now, of course, it's, it's, it's ebullient. It's rising. You see, it's a renaissance, if you yeah. like. The, um, but the, 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 the memory of the past is, is not dragging them down. Feels like an important year. For Campbelltown, it, with I the two so. new distilleries scheduled, two more plans in place, and um, it has to be said, mate, it's um, it's a real pleasure to be down here with you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, few, it's great. Having a few oh, whiskeys. So so I wish I could say the same, well. you know, for Mitch, but you know, <laughs> I, I needed to get here and I needed someone to drive me, so that uh, that's had, how it is. is it? You, you had to put that in <laughs> there. Sorry, that, that was quite, <laughs> well, it was almost <laughs> emotional, wasn't it? <laughs> No, Charlie, thank you so much for, uh, for, for the time and, and Joy. great to Pleasure. chat with you. And, Looking and forward hang to out our curry you. this evening. Absolutely. Great. Okay, thanks, boys. Got the highlights for you, man. I mean, I'm still recovering, dude. That was a, that was a big trip. Like, we just got back yesterday. Uh, early, early start to get back here. I think I just crashed out for about 12 hours straight after it. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's, it's great because I'm still, like, computing everything right now and it's still all going through through my head. It seems like we arrived there and it was just go, 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 which was amazing. Yeah, like the the, the, the dinner at night was really cool, just sitting with Ian and, and Charlie. I think that, that was that was probably one of the highlights for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else? Jeez, there was so many things, Daz. Just, yeah. I think going to Glen Scotia and being with those guys, you know, and hanging out with those guys and just getting the treatment that we had was just so cool. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, like the thing that really struck me, mate. I mean, you you spent a lot of time up at Spirit of Speyside, um, you know, Fez and things like that. We know the distilleries very well on Isla. What really sort of fascinated me about the Campbelltown Festival is it is it feels like it's in a different era. You know, there isn't a big globally recognised international brand down there. You know, it's Springbank, it's Kilkerran, and it's Glen Scotia. Those distilleries are small distilleries, and they're. They are. They feel like they're from a different era. They're smaller. They're. They've had less modernization. You know, and and it feels a lot more quaint. And I, and I think yeah. I really like that. There's a real charm about the place. And one of the things I really did pick up on, as did you, is the the sense of potential down in Campbelltown. You know, as things move forward, it, there there seems to be a little ball of energy ready to sort of get going. Yeah, down yeah, there. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was 10 years ago, what we were saying to everyone was the last time that we were down there. And from that point in time to now, you see such a change in the town. Uh, you know, you and I go to a lot of little towns in Scotland. And the sad thing is that the high streets that you see a lot of to let signs and, you know, a lot of the shop fronts have closed down. And that wasn't the case down in Campbelltown. There was 
cool little coffee shops, just local businesses, nice little whiskey shops as well. Uh, so, you know, anyone who's listening, if you're thinking about going down to Campbelltown, we do highly recommend it now. There's a, there's a lot to see and do down there. It's a great part of the world as well. Yeah, no doubt, man. And I'm looking forward to going back down next year. Yeah, friendly people as well, right? Everyone was super Met, friendly. Mate, yeah, oh, no, no, no. There's no doubt about it. It was, uh, well, they're very, very friendly until I got booted out of Springbank. Well, we did, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times, man, good times. All right, so, um, well, you know, before we go and before we sign off this episode... Obviously, big thank thank you to Glenn Scotia for hosting us down there, sponsoring the show. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Really enjoyed the drams as well. I mean, some great yeah. drams that we had with them too. Um, yeah, no, the guys were brilliant. They really, really did look after us. I mean, Ian and his team and Alan down there and Nick and things like that who, you know, who put this out for us, mate. It was, uh, yeah, it was really, really good. And it was good timing, right? Because we kind of fell in love with Glenn Scotia around the same sort of time, Uh 12 yeah. months ago, 18 months ago, through lockdown. Didn't really know the distillery that well um, until that point, I would say. So, yeah, brilliant to get down there and and just see it whilst it's bubbling away, you know. And, and like I say, it's that little sense of potential. I'm really, really excited to see what they get going on. Glen Scotia moving forward as well. Obviously, they've just launched a 46, which is super cool. Um, and I'm sure they've got loads of more to, to come from Glen Scotia. Absolutely, mate. And then uh, for our next episode, what are we doing, Daz? You're sitting down and you did it solo, this one, right? I did, I did. Um, sometimes it's better, you know, doing it on your own. And oh, I, I, you know, it was quite that nice. That hurts, mate, yeah. that hurts. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I caught up with Chiara Giovanacci, who looks after Buna Haven, and heard a little bit more about, well, actually, I was quite surprised. It, 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 took, a, it took a turn in a direction. I wasn't quite aware it would take, where we talked oh. a lot about their sustainability credentials. All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening to our little episode this week. Hopefully you enjoyed our little travels down to Campbelltown and we'll catch you next time around. May all your glasses be full, your whiskies be golden and slightly salty, just like they are in Campbelltown. How about that? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice one, man. All right, guys. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Bye.